Hey y'all, it's Akemini. And it's Christina. From Truth Table. And you all have been asking us ways that you can actually partner and support Truth Table. And we have now created a Patreon. Hey, this is the deal. We need your help. We need your resources to make this happen. Go on over to patreon.com slash truthstable and partner with this work. Hey y'all, welcome to Truth Table, Midwives of Culture for Grace and Truth. I'm McKemini. I'm Michelle. And I'm Christina. This table is built by a black woman and for a black woman. So welcome to the table, sisters. How y'all doing? Well, hey. well. Ooh. With a little bit of a shoulder bounce. It's going to be yes. a good one. Because we're in person and stuff. <laughs> we in person. We all in person. Oh my word. Ain't no telling it's what's going to crazy. I would apologize, but I'm not sorry in advance. Well, well. so I think we should say, I'm not sorry yeah, I'm not in sorry. advance. Hello, what I'm do you want? I'm not sorry for what's about to happen. Hello, what do you want? Hello. How, how can I help you? What do you want? Channeling Auntie Maxine right now. What do you want? What do you want? Hello, I know, how can I, I, help I, you? know I called the press conference. I, I called, know we built I the table. I called the podcast, but what do you want? We built the table, but what do you want? What do you want? <laughs> what do you want us to say? <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, I just love sitting at the table with y'all. It is a joy and a treat. Indeed it is. And I'm wondering, what's on the table? Hmm. What is on the table? It's a question, ain't it? I think it's a question. And the question may be, how do I listen to Truth's Table? Ah, How does one listen? So how does, one, does one listen to Truth's Table? Well, first of all, you know, we actually don't teach at this table, but I, we'll get into that later on in this episode. <laughs> uh, well, we'll get into that. But how do you listen to Truth's Table? You listen to Truth's Table on iTunes. And Google, Google Play. Play. Yes. Mm. And you want to rate and review yes, the show? Yes. Share it with your friends and tell them to subscribe and do all of the things all so that you them. can support all us. of them. And pray for us. And you can please pray. Always pray. Yes. And you can always support us That's on PayPal. The best rate There's ever. a Truth Table PayPal and Absolutely. a Patreon. It's just Google it. Pray and pay. And help us. Pray and pay. Pay and pray. Preparations now. Okay. So, yeah. So, how do how how do you listen? How do I listen to Truth's Table? Okay. So, the reason why this topic is on the table is because, you know, we're, we're three seasons in, y'all. Yeah. By the grace of God. Yeah. <laughs> you know, every season ends. We don't know if we're going to come back. We've come this far by faith. We've yes. come this far by faith. Um, <laughs> like the black church has a, a different rhyme for every year. Yes. You know? Every year. So, it was, you know. Yeah. Having fun in season one, okay. coming okay. at you in season two, okay. and feeling extra free in season three. Well, well, Ooh, well, well, well. I like that. It is true. It is welcome true. Welcome once, welcome twice. It is true. So, yeah, so we, we thought we'd talk about how to listen to Truth's Table, um, because through, now that we are three seasons in, we get, um, how can I say, we get emails from people who have made some critical decisions in their lives based off of what's been said at Truth's Table. Mm-hmm. We find people that sometimes treat Truth's Table like... Like the church, we're not the church. Mm-hmm. That treat us like their pastors. We're not their pastors. I am not. I am not a pastor, and I am not your pastor. <laughs> and so I just want to make that clear. I speak for myself. Um, so, <laughs> so 
I do want you to listen. We want you to listen. So we want to talk about how can we listen? What does it mean to like critically discern? You know, how do we critically discern? So how how does one listen to Truth's Table, y'all? Amazing. (laughs) Water. 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 You should know that inside joke. Well, when we don't know what to say, I I did this in the live performance. I did once. It was so Water. well done. It was a true performance. That's why I don't do spoken word. That's why I don't do it. That she does spoken like, word. Just word, one, one word. word. Well, what does it mean for us to reframe what truth table is? Reframing it. What is, I mean, like in its in its most basic sense. You know, this is not it, this is not Malcolm Gladwell's revisionist history. This is that's what not. That's yeah. not what truth table is. Yeah, I mean truth truth table <laughs> I think at bottom and this is not to like minimize it. I think that's what makes it a beautiful thing. I think at bottom it is a conversation amongst three friends. Mm-hmm. Right. And that is what people should <laughs> should know and be thinking as they listen. It's like, oh, these are three friends, and and I think I think it may surprise people because of I think our like lived stories and academic background, the types of conversations that we have. But I mean, it really is it is a conversation amongst friends, and so it's not like. Um, it's not like heavy fact check. It's not like we're teaching lessons. We're not. You will notice the difference between. You should notice a significant difference between <laughs> like our truce table classroom episodes, right? Which is versus, our individual ministries. Yeah, right? and and most of those are, are, are whether are kind of like either sermonettes or they're literally lectures or pieces of workshops. And um, yeah, so that I would say the first thing is you you need to f- sincerely <laughs> hold to the reality that this is a conversation amongst friends, like. Remember that in your mind Truly. as you listen. That be yeah. what comes to me first. So. Yeah, fair to say that we're shooting at the hip sometimes. Not that we don't we know what we're talking about, but I mean, it's like it's just a conversation. Yeah, I mean, that's a lot of that's a lot of good stuff in my hip. So yeah, all right, come <laughs> on, pow, 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 come, come on, good, come on, good hips, come on, hips, come on, hips, come on, hips. But it's good stuff, yeah. Taking and taking. I mean, is, I mean, we're we're thinking and disseminating information, but I don't. I mean, I don't. I know pedagogically, I'm not coming here to teach or instruct. Yeah, I'm just. I'm talking. I'm letting off steam. Yeah, <laughs> sometimes. Right. Sometimes I'm just talking. We're rejoicing. We're we're laughing. We're. Yeah. It's just a, a conversation. And we're not always, and I can tell, speak for me, like I'm not thinking about developmental level of listener. Mm-hmm. I'm just not. When, mm-hmm. And when I teach, I'm always thinking about audience, context, context, developmental level, who's there, where, you know. Um, but in this space, I really don't do that mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. it's not what we do. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of our, whether it's venting or speaking. <laughs> <laughs> Whether we're saying, like, this is what I'm going through or this is what the Lord is bringing me through in, like, a spiritual way that I see his joy. I see his presence. I sense, um, well, to me, there's a lot of uh, cultural unity. There's just a lot of unity that we experience Mm -hmm. in being black and women together. Right. And I think that that takes over in some ways where, like, you can start off with a topic. And then we end up talking about something That's true. <laughs> because that true. we are together. Yeah, yeah. And that, I believe, is uh, a cool glass of water mm-hmm. for our sisters. And I believe it is an encounter of crisis and or shock for the non-black people who are um, in standing room around the table. 
Mm-hmm. And so I think that both of those things are often lead to influence. And I, I, you know, I don't want to shirk away from saying like, I recognize that influence is given to us. Yeah. And we don't want and haven't asked for, but I do believe. Say it again. Yeah. We don't want to influence. Right. <laughs> and we ain't asked for it. We didn't ask for it. Yeah. But it has um, been given to us. But mm-hmm. when it, when it's given, I, I also don't, I also believe that there's a beauty in being three people who hold each other accountable in our personal lives and who are intentionally honest and confessional on this show. And so that's why I'm saying, like, it's a lot of good stuff in these hips. That's true. Because um, there's there's grace. They really, I'm committed to making sure my (laughs) hips don't lie. Well. All right. And that is a Holy Ghost commitment. Um, so I, I just believe that there's so much beauty in what we do naturally yeah. that um, if it helps a friend group, if it's a, if it's sweet mm-hmm. or savory mm-hmm. to a woman who's like, I've hated my twist out. And now I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> twist yeah, out redemption. Yeah, that's crowns of glory. You know crowns of glory. Um, so, yeah, I think that that's why this conversation is important because we don't want you to think that we ain't thinking, but we, we do want you. <laughs> we, <are thinking. laughs> we, we do want we you to think that we're equals. We, we want mm-hmm. you to think that we ain't your holy ghost. That's what we want you to think. Yeah. Because yeah, we, we, because we, we really, we, we really ain't holy ain't. ghost juniors. No, no, no. <laughs> but we are equal at the table. And, um, yeah, I think that's good because you're right. It's, um, it's not an influence that we sought after. <laughs> Certainly none of us thought after that. Yeah, but we recognize the, the awesome responsibility that is before us, though, which is why I think, um, confession is so important at the mm-hmm. table. That's why we do be confession, confessing our sins where necessary and like things that we're struggling with or where God's teaching us or where God's sharpening us or we're sharpening one another, you know, um, mm-hmm. and what God might be doing. Cause I think that's important to model that for people. Um, Cause it's particularly marginalized people, right? Cause it's easy for us when we're marginalized to use as a justification for us to wild out and do whatever we want. Right. I feel justified to live this way, even though it's not um, glorifying to God because the powers that be are impressing me in this way, right? So, so because that's oftentimes what we talk about anyway. You know, exactly. is 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 exactly. oppression, yep. race, all of those things. So, I think it's important. So, we try to model that um, for for our listeners. But yeah, I think um, it's in. I think when listening to Truth Table, I think it's important to understand that yes, it is a conversation, an intellectual conversation. I don't think that's um, arrogant to say, but uh, it is a, a conversation because we're we're thoughtful people. We we th- we put on our critical thinking caps <laughs> and try, you know, uh, this is why some people come to the table and they go like, oh, gosh, I'm at the table. I'm like, ain't going to be afraid of, but we be thinking. Then we're going to ask you some hard questions. <laughs> and don't be mad because we ask you some hard questions because we got three whole, we got 60 plus episodes of receipts. So you know how we roll. <laughs> like, you know, so, so I think, uh, so anyways, I think people need to take it for what it is. It's a podcast. Amen. We're not the church. Amen. Amen. We we are not. We're, we're not the church. We are we are not pastors of churches, like of a church or a congregation. And I think people should you know take it um, as such and and run what we say through the sieve of God's word because yeah, sure. we're simultaneously saints and sinners. So anything that we say that doesn't line up with God's word ought to be rejected. No. I reject a lot of what I I say. <laughs> 
in my own personal time like that is the devil and you know it child that's how the spirit pulls me in you know you wrong and I be like yeah you right maybe it's a little remix of how the spirit be talking to me I'm just saying why does the spirit sound like you why does the spirit sound like me the Holy Spirit been a black woman oh lord <laughs> like we're like named my name but yeah you know it's like, like my mama it's like, run it run Sam it through the, sound like your mama yeah hey, run it through up. the sieve of God word. God's word is what I'm gonna always say when you're listening yeah, yeah for uh, sure to yeah. true statement we don't code switch we don't you know, we don't give you any explanatory comments, as they say on Code Switch, we, another podcast. We don't do that. And like Christina said, we're not thinking like, oh, who's at entry level learner right now? Let's make sure. Um, but I do think it would be helpful to break down yeah. critical uh, thinking, like critical right. engagement. So what um, mm. what are ways the educator in the room? How would you break that down? Like, how do you engage um, critically with something that you already, let's say a listener shows up and they already are down with like three black women Mm -hmm. just talking. Mm -hmm. They're already ready to just like dive in. How do we encourage them? Yeah, listen, rate and review, please. But let's do this critically. Mm -hmm. Like, Mm. how would we break that down? That's an honest question. Yeah. I feel like people just coming through to the cookout and I'm like, you want a plate? (laughs) And they're like, ooh, this is the best mac and cheese I've ever had in my life. Oh, well, I don't invite people to the cookout if they ain't black. You don't get a cookout invite, sorry. I don't believe in ally cookies, but we can continue. Oh yeah, no, I'm saying like, oh a, my God. I, what would you say to like <laughs> our black, black? Oh, our just, okay. okay, because our sisters really are thirsty. And yeah, they come into the cookout because we did invite them. <laughs> Facts. But when Facts. they get here, yes. and I'm sorry, but my potato salad is really good. Oh yeah, yeah. but That's it doesn't make me more or better yeah. or like. But you don't have uh, to break up with your white boyfriend because... <laughs> yeah, it's break, yeah, make it plain. You know That's what I'm good. saying? So yeah, what, make it plain. what do we say to them? How do we critically yeah. engage? That's so Unless good. he's a jerk. Oh, then drop yeah, it. Quickly. That's quickly. really good. No, no, just, no, that's a good point. That's but so again, I don't want to like accidentally mess up nobody. <laughs> no, no, no. That's <laughs> good. That is good. Exactly. Because I realize, yeah, you're right. Because truth table can be like very, because well, we're, we're very blackity black. Well, well, and, so here's, and, here's, and our stuff is good. Well, here's the other thing too is that, so we're having these conversations as people who don't just talk to each other right now when we're on mic. Which means that there are layers of inside jokes and subtext Mm -hmm. and references that you, the listener, don't know about. And so that we have our own kind of internal contextualization that's happening. Um, That's true. And so people, I mean, I think people should just know that. They should know that, like, this is not the only time we talk to each other, that we have our own inside jokes. um, And I don't want to hear the outtakes. Well, you know, for sure. And um, (laughs) Kevin's face. You don't. <laughs> and the group text trust and, and believe um, wow, wow, yeah. he's not done with us yet well, um, thank you G. but all, yeah all I have to say is that it's good, it's good to have that framework I would say okay yeah that's good so learning learning is inevitable like learning Absolutely. is yeah. learning is autopilot so whether it's implicit or explicit so I would say that we are not an explicit learning arm or entity but, mm-hmm. but it would be I think foolish to say that we're not in, implicitly teaching educating and yeah, teaching that's because that's what happens that's when you listen to music on the radio. That's yeah. what happens when you're waiting to catch the bus and you learn things about that neighborhood or who's there. So learning is just implicitly taking things in. So I would say that we do bear responsibility for the implicit learning environment sure. that we that we shape Cultivate. and create. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would say, uh, you know, when people come and so are built by for, by black women for black women. Mm-hmm. So speaking specifically to black women, 
if there are times, and it should be, it should be times that we say things and you're like, huh? Like, I, I think it should be, actually, because sure. I don't, I think it would be that odd. Helps us. Absolutely. And I think it would be odd yeah. to agree with everything, everything that people say in your spaces. So there should be no theologian, no um, preacher, pastor, hello, um, that you 110% agree with. I think that's odd. And I think that that expectation of loyalty to people who are fallen is cult-like. So so the ability to say like, yeah, the ability to say like such and such is the bomb on this, but a little shaky on that or just completely terrible, incoherent and and, and not cogent on this. Like, I think that that's fair. And I think love for people allows them to not have to be divine. Like we don't have to be right. In order to (laughs) love. In order to love. Love. And, um, and, And I feel like that's. That's us creating these boundaries for our love mm-hmm. is that we want kind of perfect responses, clean, perfect, so-called clear uh, doctrine and theology. And that's not to say there is not a perfected state, but it is solely whole by the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. um, and not by any body, person, individual, um, singularly. So anyway, I would say to bear those things in mind, you know, when they're listening is how I think about critical discernment, knowing that the tension of not agreeing or the tension of saying, hmm, that's interesting. That's where growth takes place. And that's where we also sharpen our own ideas and our own convictions. For me, it's getting around people who I don't agree with that actually helps me to solidify what, you what I do believe. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, and, or, or to see them go to the full extension of their thoughts. And I'm like, oh, well, I think that's crazy. <laughs> I think that's a rather like, like for it. But then I didn't know that about why it is I take the positions that I take or how much of that is based on fear instead of love and mm. et cetera, unless I'm around people who are challenging me in mm-hmm. my thinking. So yeah. that's what I'm that's thinking. Good. What about y'all in terms of critically discerning? Or how do we well, listen to TT? Yeah, well, I would say practically in a r- real practical way is that I understand that every episode there's a new listener. There's, there's somebody, we have to assume that there is somebody that's new that doesn't know. So when I say M, they're like, who's M? Michelle. <laughs> Christina. They say E. Akemini. But um, I would say, so So a real practical way to listen to Truth Table is start from the beginning. If you're just now jumping in on season three. Or if you're just now jumping in on season two. Because you have to kind of see the trajectory or hear the trajectory, technically, of the show from the beginning. Because it's changed a bit. Not a bunch, but it's changed a little bit. You know, we have a tagline that we added in. This table's built by black women and for black women. So you can hear the little evolution. And then you'll hear you'll, you'll hear us start to say M, C, E. You know, and just try to... You'll get the rhythm of the show. You'll get uh, the ethos of the show. You'll get... All three of us, kind of like our style, you know, and uh, what you can somewhat expect. All although our we, nicknames. Our nicknames. Or, I, I mean, because we can be a – you can get a bit of a gist of how we might approach something, even though all three of us can be a bit – well, I could be a little bit unpredictable. It just depends on what's happening. Trigger. In yeah, the, yeah, in the trigger. what happens to happen. But, yeah, so technically, <laughs> just start from the beginning. Trigger, trigger. It just happens. Well, I'm not going to trigger myself. But it, it start from the beginning is what I would say. <laughs> start from the beginning. Um, and work great. your that's, way. I think that's good advice. That's the that's best. I always tell people, like, go to the beginning. Go to the beginning because we started with resistance. That lets you mm-hmm. know what the show yeah. is about. Yeah. And From it's still jump. about. It's going to always be about. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I think that just sets the, the tone for the, the whole show, mm-hmm. uh, however long the Lord um, decides to have True Stable around. Um, so there's that. Uh, and then, yeah, you know, we are implicitly, we are we are teaching, you know, in some ways. And also because our own individual ministries Overlap with just actual teaching, mm-hmm. maybe some lectures, some s- sermons. It just depends on where we are, how we are. 
Yeah, I mean, I think it's understand that Truth Table is an outworking of who we are. It's not, um, it's not an act. It's not a performance. Um, it's not. We don't come in rehearse. At to the, to the, sometimes we maybe should. <laughs> well, yeah, because sometimes, yeah, we let it roll. Yeah, that's for sure. sometimes we let it roll. Sometimes <laughs> curses are rained down, and I have to pray. That the blood comes on air. You never know. It, it, the show it. is not scripted in any way. We say this is a topic, turn on the mics, and we go. Mm-hmm. I think people should know that. Like, yeah, you know? I think that's fair. But it comes out of the well of our own um study. Amen. With God, our own academic yeah. you know, study. Our, so our influences. Our influences, mm-hmm. our, our own yeah. theological bents and all those things. So for me, how do I how I critically discern some things? Because I'm a theologian, so I have to, I'm interacting with all types of thought all the time. Like, you know what I'm saying? Even though I might not own titles because I have a thing about owning titles that I'm not gonna have any new events in New York. I'm gonna critically yeah. interact with all types of uh, different disciplines and all different types of, you know, philosophies and things like that. And I'm going to run it through the sieve of God's word, just like I told y'all to do with truth table. And so and anything that we yeah. say as individuals, even in our own ministry, I think you all would co-sign that. Um, but yeah, it's just a, it's just a conversation yeah. among friends and girlfriends. But I, I mean, I think the sisters get that. I mean, for the most part, I, I, I do. I really think that they, they get that. I think so. I've heard recently from some folks. Or what do you think? That, sure. I think people probably do. But I, I but I've heard recently from some folks that they are surprised by um, the level of allowance we have, like our own personal liberty mm. on like how just y'all just don't seem like not so much like we don't care, like like in like we're just, you know, doing harm. But I but I have heard from, particularly from people of color. I've heard particularly from African-American people okay. that they are surprised by what's what they are the interpreting as freedom. Like mm-hmm. y'all just kind of out there. <laughs> Don't aren't you afraid? Aren't you? I mean, like I, I have heard true. that from many people. Like that's a true. sense of like you're right. And I actually, think that's right. That's I think true. because of the different spaces wow. that I've been in. I actually now I don't now I'm not naive in the sense that I know folks is crazy. I've seen the correspondence. I know people have strong opinions about us. Like we're not in denial about that. But I don't yeah. I don't find us to be. I know the continuums of conservative and radical. And so when people are like, truth table is so just, are you afraid? I'm like, y'all got to get out more. I mean, I, I really feel right. like we need like a yeah. like field That trips. is weird. <laughs> like, it is a weird I'm thing. always like, let me take you to some places. <laughs> like, let me let me introduce you to some different some thoughts. Some people are so terrified of truth table. It's weird. And police, I, I'm just like, because, yeah. So anyway, that is it has always been interesting to me, like that sense that kind of bubbles. It also shows me that how how bound people are in their spaces in order yeah. to survive in order to persist how much they have to not we're, it's beyond code switching because mm-hmm. you can make an argument that code switching is a, is, is a bit of a skill so to speak but um i would say it's just flat out bondage like the it's even more um detri- even beyond the detriment of code switching um in order to be in the spaces that they're in like what they've given up to be there and i think truth table for them is almost like this little secret meeting like the secret camp meeting of like they saying the things over there. <laughs> it's just like, okay. And, and and what saddens me is I feel like those people of color, like particularly black women, there should be a space in your life where you have a truth table. 
Affinity spaces, you have to. Yeah, like at your kitchen table. Like you should have a truce table for real, like with your girls and, you know, at the table and um, where you guys love each other, where you hold each other accountable, but where you can also be really authentic. And I think that's a piece that I feel that saddens me sometimes. Um, yeah. When I talk to black women who don't have a space of, of sisterhood and solidarity with other black women like that, it's a really <sighs> sad thing to me. That's tough. It's part of, I mean, it's part of survival. Yeah. Um, and we're so communal. Yeah. And so it's like that's, that's, it's got to happen. that's like just excising a part of your own black cultural experience across the diaspora. We're, we are, by and large, very communal. So to not have that space is just, whew. To live, live in the depths of like real true bondage, that's rough. That's rough. Yeah. Yeah. It kind of reduces the wholeness of life that you could experience, um, which is why I think there's a particular kind of void that we may fill for some women. Yeah, and yeah. right. Yeah, we yeah. do. There's yeah. a little bit of surprise when we're like, oh, yeah, you know, text me this photo that you just took with me. And they're like, you're giving me your number. And I'm like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a human and you are too. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah, we out here. And I and I do I do think that we're we out here. We're out here for each other. Yeah. Um the United States is is uh is a terrifying place for black women. And so is the rest of the world. Well to be honest. Yes. Much of the world yeah. is a terrifying place for black women. And I don't think that it's a need. Um, I think it's uh, yeah. the blessing of the Lord that we can be here for each other and even recommend Fair. other things. Like we lift up Jude 3. We lift up Girl Trek. You know? We sure do. We are lifting up sisters doing the worm. Yeah. And so I think one of the best ways to listen to us is not only together, but learning, feeling. And mm-hmm. um, and we've heard this from our listeners, our um, sisters who listen. They feel like. I have a Christina. I have an Akimini. I have right. a Michelle. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we say to them, yeah, Amen. that sounds about right. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Y'all going to do a podcast? Mm-hmm. We'll retweet it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. You yeah, should like take that. it over for us. <laughs> yeah, I think, yeah, I think it's beautiful. That the, the table was created for black women so that they can come sit, sup, chill. Twist their hair, do whatever, Laugh, clean clean their house cry. while listening. Because I know it, it has become get that a bit playlist. Get your playlist. Mm-hmm. It's become a little bit of people um, create like a ritual, you know, around right. it. Healthy ritual. I'm not yeah. talking about, you know, like where it's just like, hey, I clean up ritual the house style. to a truce table. I do, yeah. you know, Saturday morning. That's what I do because mm-hmm. podcast drops on Saturday, which is a very important time I think for for Black women, I th- at least growing up anyway. I and think, so, yeah, I was gonna say I think there's an implicit lesson that's taught too for non core audience. Not, not that we set out to do this. Mm-hmm. But oh, there's yeah, an implicit no. lesson of of why people shouldn't be bound with fear and an obsession to control affinity spaces. Mm-hmm. Why yeah. you don't have to fear. So why a white man, because I know right now a white man is listening to my point. <laughs> like why a white Stay man does, that does not have to be afraid um, or... Um, or if they are afraid and threatened, why they should take that to Jesus and why they should examine themselves and repent and figure why it out. Why do you want to tear down the affinity space? Yeah, yeah. but but I think they're implicitly learning, like, man, I'm listening to these women, these people made in the image of God, my sisters in Christ, if, they, if they're believers. I'm listening to them, um, 
exercise great joy and and intellect and and I'm just peeking in on this and it's it's reminding me to give up the sense of control and mm-hmm. that people got to check in with me to have such spaces. And I think um and then the fruit of that, the fruit of the space, we know that people who are outside of our core audience um use it like cuz that's what we get emails about. We get emails from quoted in sermons from yeah. pastors yeah. and um and particularly people who have been in spaces where they have never read black women theologically. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, well, let me give you some things to read. <laughs> like, there are lots. There's an army. Because right. there's many that write books. There's can a recommend, tribe. Can right. recommend to you. But um, so, yeah, that's an implicit, I think, indirect positive implication is that it may produce people who um, can, can check their lust for control and power and their fear about affinity spaces. Yeah. And, and their sense of feeling intimidated by the conversation that we have here, um, and it's and maybe release some of that. You know, yeah. part of, part of love is the release of of, of power, illegitimate power, and letting control. it go, but loving our, it loving away. people enough to be like, oh yeah, 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 mm-hmm. giving you, it you away. You do what you do. Yeah, not lording it over. Mm-hmm. I think part of it is that we want to. I true say, but we're we. I think we all understand that we go and we're modeling. You know what it means to live as a black Christian woman in this racist society and what does that mean for us to provide the safe space for black women in particular then exactly. outside of that then you know then black men and whoever you know whoever mm-hmm. else and then you know everybody people whoever comes we know a lot of people come to the table um and so or uh, come to listen and so part of it is that we want the sisters to also model that like you said you know so you be the safe space for for keisha mm-hmm. you be that you mm-hmm. know what i'm saying for Renita, be that for whoever, mm-hmm. you know, because um, we have to replicate this. We have to be able to re- replicate this sisterhood. You got to be safe for Hillary, too. You got to help Hillary, You got to be too. safe for Yeah, mm-hmm. safe for Hillary. Yeah, we got. we mm-hmm. And Carlton. Love, 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 love is the goal, is the key. Not only. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah not only Renita, not only Keisha, not just Akaita, not just, you know, mm-hmm. but. But living out of that level. But I think part of it, why we need the affinity space is that we can gather this reservoir of joy so that we can <laughs> skip along in the fields for a, a day or two. And then we hear the crazy news and we're like, ah, and then we need we need to be filled back up again. <laughs> like part of it. I mean, seriously, it's, it's like this affinity spaces is for your benefit, yeah. people outside of our racial group <laughs> so that we can also yeah. function and and do the things that we're called to do outside of just our affinity spaces, because it is hard being a black woman in this um, in this country. So I think. Um, so, yeah, I think it's being able to model it. And provide that mm-hmm. that safe space, that that sanctuary, if you will, lowercase sanctuary, I would say, mm-hmm. you know, safe haven um, for our sisters. So I think it's a conversation, y'all. It is. I'm trying to think about what else, what else. Are there other ways to be listening um, for for our listeners to be, to be cognizant of of truth? Because we get all types of questions, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'd be like, but we can't tell you what. Uh, we 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 are not cross racial adoptee or transracial adopt adopters or yeah. we, we. I mean, there are people that. who have expertise yeah. on that. From and and I and I think that's yeah. I would, that's part of what yeah yeah. So the other piece I would say is that like we all kind of hold to this kind of this doctrine of common grace of mm-hmm. just yes. um 
the fact that we can explore any field, discipline, topic, and we can learn from it. We can see the light of Christ at work in it. We can also see the consequences of sin mm-hmm. um, rippling and ricocheting in these things, too. And But that gives us a lot of liberty to talk about all kinds of topics. But that doesn't mean that we situate ourselves as experts in all the topics that we talk about. Some of those things, we are they are kind of our wheelhouse, our expertise or whatever. And some of those things, they're not. We've got opinions about them. And they tend to be yeah. somewhat substantive and connected and coherent opinions. At least opinions. informative. Sometimes. Quite strong. There's and, 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 strong. And strong ones at that. Yeah, um, <laughs> declarative. And what I'm not going to do. Very declarative. Yeah, yeah, no. We do declare. Um, decree and declare. We do decree and declare. We do. We do. That does happen. But, but I would say for folks who listen to us and they're like, well, I've then decided to do this or I'm going to do that. I would say, you know, Make sure you check in with the people who multiple are multiple other people. The, multiple other. Check get, in with a get whole a second and third opinion. Um, we can. I think in some ways we can be a catalyst for people. Yeah. And I know that there are people who can hear us that can't necessarily hear other, which is fascinating because some people they can't they can't hear us at all. Like they would yeah. pass out. But there are some people who can hear us. Still on the flow since 2017. <laughs> right. Yeah. They can hear us, and they can't maybe hear somebody else who's been saying some version of what we've been saying for a long time. I can say this because I've talked to some men who have black wives who have said, and I'm like, don't tell your wife that you could hear this from us and not your huh. wife. How about repent and apologize to her? And say, I and, should, I should, should never have. <laughs> should never. And now, but thank you for always, for being exactly. kindly teaching me these things. Mm-hmm. But I know that that happens too. I know that there are, and that's just the truth, that sometimes there are people who are in close proximity from us that we can't hear things from for all mm-hmm. kinds of reasons. Yeah. And then we hear echo. God is gracious to give an, us an echo voice. And mm-hmm. I think we're an echo voice for some people. Mm-hmm. Some people are like, you know, somebody's somebody's been telling me this, some version of this for a long time. Oh, yeah. And then I heard a Kevin say this, or Michelle said this, or Christina said and this. And, I, like, and then the Lord just kind of slapped me upside my head. <laughs> I was like, oh, I should have been listening uh, to that. your head. I said, oops, upside, upside your head. head. Okay, hey. Uh, yeah, okay. yeah. Yes. and I think, and I and I thank God for being the role of the slap. Of Come on, I mean, I, Jesus I be a slap, Je- pop pop. <laughs> Jesus be a slap. Hey, I thank really God for being a slap. I, I, I thank God for the echo. I mean, yes, that snatchery is real. God Woo. for echoes for my hard heartedness. I thank so God for the echo mm-hmm. and for giving yeah. us words. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's so yeah. much that like. We, we give each other language for things that we felt undefinable mm-hmm. before. Hmm. It's been really good. Yeah. Yeah. We need people in our lives who are talkers, who are thinkers, who are pithy, yeah. um, who are prophetic. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we need people in our lives who can give really language to something that we thought, I'm on my own here. Yeah. And everything around me tells me I'm insane. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is, it's just not, um, yeah. it's not a thing for us to be, um, puffed up about, but really humbled by that there are folks who thought, I don't worship God the right way. And then they realized that they had been worshiping white Jesus. Mm-hmm. Or folks who thought, I worship God the only right way. And then oh they my. realized oh they my. had been worshiping white Jesus. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> well, yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah. Praise God. And I, yeah. For what he does. Praise God for his work. I mean, we all, we all growing, we changing, you know, we all shifting. Like, you know, we learning, you know, we all, this sanctification is progressive, not linear. We have to remember that. But I think it's also important for, for people to understand that, um, that we believe in accountability. 
And so, which is why we do press people to go, go to your church, go talk to your pastor, talk to your therapist, talk to the people who know you and love <laughs> you, who have a vested yes. interest, yes. Who, have a, who have a vest, it yeah, takes, mentors. It takes an army to pass. It takes a village. It takes a village to, it takes a village to raise a saint. It takes a village to raise a saint. And so... All the people who have a vested interest in your spiritual growth, you need to talk to before you make these cataclysmic decisions, whether it's about leaving your, your local church for another church, is what I'm going to say, um, or who you going to marry or not marry, or who you going to break <laughs> up with or not break up with. Oh, <laughs> you know, uh, what else do we have? I mean, I just be like, what? But, 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 you, but you know, and, and even when you don't put that on us, yeah, that ain't, that's, that, that's, that's not our bag to that, carry. It's just not. It's not. But but it reminds me of the you know, people talk about like these, like these Titus <laughs> two women's ministries, like the uh, value of that. Yeah. And I think there there are, you know, well, one, people don't know our age. So let's just put that out there. There's um, that too. Black but, don't crack. <laughs> they don't know that. I mean, they got us all over the map. But um, but it shows the the importance of people really clinging and, and needing that multi generational church experience. They they're looking for the auntie of wisdom, for example, or whoever. They do, they, right? People do become those aunties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, like that Titus <laughs> two like piece of it's true. And, and I think it's speaks to a real deficit. Deficit in discipleship. Yeah, it's a deficit because exactly. people want somebody that they know is not going to judge them in the sense of write, sure. write them off or mm-hmm. never be able to move past the hurt that they're experiencing that they're conveying or the or the sin that or the has sin. them gripped yeah. at the moment they're not going to be able to move, see them beyond that so they don't bring it to them and so in some ways they can kind of bring it to this this podcast forum and feel like they know us well and then they kind of glean little bits of what of, of our so-called advice, although we're not speaking to them directly. So we're not <laughs> applying this to your, your unique situation. We got um, discernment, but we can't see into your life exactly because we're not God. So I'm like, we I'm can't. But, but, that, but that's a we prayer worth room. lifting up, though. That's a, yeah. that's a prayer worth lifting up to yeah. say, Lord, send send our sisters, women, Amen. Of, of great love and compassion and discernment Amen. to help point them in different directions, to guide them, to rebuke them, to encourage them. And I think that speaks to the real, the real ministry hole, like the church hole, the physical local church hole, is that people aren't getting that there. They're, they might be getting judgment or they might be getting completely ignored. I mean, who knows? Getting ignored. Complete, yeah. I, mean, I think being ignored is Ignored really is the big, I think it's a big crucial common. thing. I think that's what a lot of us, I think that's what a lot of the sisters yeah. are experiencing, the hyper-invisibility. Right. Um, you know, so I, I would also say, I think um, you had said something about um, just I, that triggered something in me uh, or, or bubble, made something bubble up for me, which is just about how people hear us um, and or how they how they approach us. Right, if this makes sense. So this is my whole thing. Like one of the things that I crave in life is obscurity, which apparently I'm not ever gonna have in life. <laughs> so I'm like, God, I just literally, you know, I literally, you know, this is my heart cry. My like, Lord, I just want to be in a local church. I just want to be a church mother and disciple with <laughs> and be in the corner. That's all I want. <laughs> be in the and, corner and serve you <laughs> until my dying days or until you come back. Corner. Literally and truly. Because I have Because uh, I got, that's all I want to do. <laughs> she wanted to hang chicken. I got a, I got a 65 year old woman. I am my grandmother's granddaughter. <laughs> that's what I want to do. But apparently, God has different plans. And so, um, this is my own little, my issues coming out here. But um, I'm wondering how should, because I people approach us as though they know us. And I know that there's a level of intimacy. So, it's a, I think it's a little oh, bit of a yeah. segue, but. There's a there's a level of intimacy that comes with podcasting because people hear us 
they hear our voices. So people know our voices before they yes. even know us, which is a trip. And so I'm not saying y'all don't come up to us. I'm not saying any of that. But how can we maybe advise people on how to take truce table in and the individuals at the table? Meaning that you you don't what I would say is you um you know an aspect of us, but you don't know all of us. We are we are image bearers, <laughs> we are embodied souls, we are come complicated human beings like everybody we contain multitudes you know so when you come to truth table and you hear us you're only hearing about 10 percent. i would say you know of of us a little sliver you know of who we are um is what i say so i i i think it would be wise you know for um for our sisters and our you know uh, our non-sisters you know to 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 bear that in mind, you know, th- though you've heard a lot, I mean, you're hearing hours and hours of our voices. I understand that. And there's just a level of intimacy that comes with literally hearing our voices in your earbuds. But be cognizant of that. Yeah. And I Don't, think it's something mm-hmm. trippy for us. I think that we have to. It is trippy. Um, I don't think any of us have done, d- did podcasts before this. No, we, so, ain't, we ain't know what a podcast was. I mean, really, I still don't. Do we know what it is now? <laughs> Not really. I, I, don't, I don't. But yeah, but but I mean, it's. Um, I mean, I I trained in an environment where to learn how to not talk. Like that's that's what it means to be a counselor, and so kind of we jokingly say right. that the person who's talking the most in the room is the person that's. In counseling. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it's actually not a good sign if the counselor is dominating the space with yeah. their words. They're, they're taking up too much space. And I, and I, and I, like, I, talk, I think about that all the time. Like, am I, how much space am I taking up? And I don't mean that like in a, um, like I don't have a right to speak. I don't have a right to be here way. But it's more so like um, that that training is has shaped me so much. And so to even be in a space where like I'm on a podcast and people hear what I'm saying. Like that has right. been something that I have to figure out how to own well, yeah, and help people to negotiate. And I think we, Michelle and I have this experience of being clergy family people, and that's another space where people right. hi, people hyper hear, hyper see, but yet hyper ignore you and distort you as and leaders add within your to church. your meaning. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that's weird too, like mm. negotiating all of that um, in light of the podcast. Um, so yeah, so I so I give people grace that that meet us and they they feel sure. like they know oh, us yeah. from this too because I'm I'm trying to make sense out of it in my mind as well. Right, <laughs> we're all in process. Yeah, me we're too. Like, what's happening? Why yeah, is my know. voice here? Why do you and truth table has, has is it's is its own like it's weird. It's like its own yeah. little. Like it's like its own little cartoon being that's just around. I'm like, oh, did you? Oh, okay, the truth table cartoon. Oh, the invisible nap stack here. <laughs> and see, I feel like when I meet people, I'm like, oh yeah, truth table. I feel like truth table is its own thing now. All of a sudden, like it's just an animated table that walks around <laughs> wherever we go, anywhere we go. <laughs> A table with hips. Yes. Hips that don't lie. What about you, Eb? How do you kind of? <laughs> How do you kind of, what would you, what's your own advice for people that kind of hear your voice, see you, and they, they, maybe they, they feel they, they know, know Michelle Higgins? <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, if you meet We can her, tell you, you know. don't know Michelle. We can tell you, <laughs> you don't know her. <laughs> you are ready. Yeah, talking about multitudes. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. 
everything. Um, I do. I mean, and y'all know this, but like in my whole my life over the past, especially during the second season, I've been learning the difference between secrecy and privacy. Mm. And I and I think that it is there's a beautiful thing in respecting um, people's private lives. Um, and there is a mm. beautiful thing in knowing that humans have privacy. Um, but there's also something really cool in understanding that community means that we are not made fragile by what we're interested in knowing that we do not receive. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I think this is a, you know, generally not necessarily a problem that the sisters have. You know, they may be interested in like, oh, I wish they would have gone further on that. Right. right. Yeah. But they're not made fragile by not receiving that. No, they're not. And so I'm often not really put off by feeling known or loved. Again, I'm the extreme extrovert. I mean, I'm an I would extrovert too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, like I, it is. It's so um, humbling and welcoming to have people say like. I love yeah, it. Oh, I like, love it. And yeah. I'm like, cool, whatever. Don't aspect. misunderstand. I love, I absolutely yeah, love amen. being our, this, this particular sister. Yes. Please yeah, come up to me. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I mean, I can't go to the African American History and Culture Museum in D.C. I know. That without seeing somebody in that. So that was just cool. That was just heartwarming. Um, and I, I just think the bigger piece is like, if you do approach us, please know that the warmest piece of it is that you want to come to us and say, I feel like yeah. we're connected. Yeah. And uh, not so much like, oh, I know this and that about you and this and that. And, and that I, gets, honestly, that gets a lot. I, we did give you that information. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, that's true. We I understand. Like we need to admit. No, no, no. I think, yeah, I you're right. I told you that story. That's good. Yeah. And it was on air. And then we came back and said, you want to edit this? Because that got wrong. That's good. <laughs> and we had the chance to cut it out. Yeah, we were like, nah. And we were like, let it go, let it go. Two years later, oh, my God, that's public. Forever. <laughs> it is public. Woo, that's a, a good piece, though. Michelle, that's a really good point. Again, this is very true's table to own our own stuff. <laughs> yeah. But let's own it. We're all public yeah. people. So yeah. for better or worse, it is what it is. So there, there is a part of it where it's just like, we're this not comes secretive. To, this comes yeah. with the territory, yeah. you know. Um, and but I don't want you all to misunderstand me. I love meeting our listeners. I really do. And our oh, sisters yeah. when they come and they oh, they have yeah. tears in their eyes. For sure. Oh my goodness! I mean, when I'm wedding at a wedding, invite. I was at a wedding and I, I uh, which I'm still. Well, I don't know. I went to a truce table wedding. Yeah. I'm claiming it, <laughs> Terrence and Stephanie. I'm claiming your wedding as a truce table <laughs> wedding. And I know you're listening to this episode. So yeah. And so, but I went, oh, you know, to a wedding. Really it, it was so cute, black love wedding. Um, but yeah, you're you're approached by women. Let me tears in their eyes, black women, and I I mean I love it, you know. So, but it's it's weird. It's a hard thing to navigate. And I, I don't know that I will ever get used to it. Um, but I love to hear about the impact that yeah. Truth Table is making or our own individual ministry. I love to hear it. So don't feel like oh, I can't go up to them. No, no, do come. You know, but for sure, you know, just see, just know you know an, an aspect equal. of us, yeah, as an equal too. We're not no, be- I'm not no better than you because I got a mic, and you ain't no better than me. It's all grace. We are all grace cases, but just know, just come to us as sisters and equals. We, you know, we we try not to think more highly of ourselves than we ought to. You know, the Lord has a way of bringing us love. Yeah, we, we don't. Well, we get reminders. Yeah, <laughs> we get, part of why we love our listeners is because we do have a lot of haters. <laughs> You got it to hold on. Haters gonna hate. Yes, exactly. So, yeah, that's good. That's good. That's good. All right. Y'all got anything else you think can bubble it up with? 
on how to listen to mm-hmm. true table. Yeah, I mean, that had been advice from the very beginning about listening to it from, from the, the beginning. very yep. beginning, I think, is important because we, go, we go through a journey. Yes. Like you can hear our them. own. Yeah. And you can tell what's happening in the world. That's right. And what's what's little happening. time capsule. There's a little there's a little yes. We've even joked about maybe going back and listening to some episodes oh, and, and doing commentary is- like VH1 old school like and this is when I had a breakdown and pod. cried but you couldn't see because we only do audio and not behind video. the podcast. <laughs> I love it. Under the table. Ah, uh, under the table. All the shenanigans. That would be yeah. fun. Oh, it would be a lot of fun. We need video. A lot of fun. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think So we talked about doctrinal common grace, but the other piece is about general office of believer. And I think that is what... Which means that we're prophets, priests, and kings. Yeah, mm-hmm. but but also because because Christ, Christ is. is, and we have because the spirit Christ of Christ, and that is not that's a role for inside the church. But I would I would argue even more profoundly outside, outside the local constructed brick wall church, and I think that is a word particularly for Black women who are often ignored is about the prophetic, and the in the justice oriented kingly and the priestly intercessory gifts that I hope that's what they experience with us. I hope they experience a little bit of that taking place of us exercising that spirit-filled gifting on these mics, but knowing that we do that in other places too. So when Michelle is out protesting or leading worship, those things are... Those things are manifesting yeah. when you're writing articles and you're talking about decolonizing our faith and those gifts are manifesting or when I'm teaching or what, whatever it might whatever be. Whatever we happen to be doing. Yeah. And, I, and I hope that people walk away feeling like um, the Christians walk away, black women particularly, embrace our historical and beautiful calling of Christ-filled prophet, priests, and kings in the world, particularly yeah. the United States. So this yeah. is a, a legacy of Fanny. This is a legacy yeah. of Tubman. This is a legacy Ella. of Sojourner Truth, maker, yep. of Ella. This is this is the legacy of black Christian women, Mariah Stewart, that we come right, yeah. from. Mm-hmm. And, um, and it, it comes with a great, great burden, but it is a beautiful gift. And I think that when people try to get their heads around us and they can't figure it, I, I point to the women that we stand on the shoulders of. Like we're little teeny, mm-hmm. we're, 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 we're little snapshots of that of that kind of historical, that trajectory of women who were like, oh, we got the spirit of God. We're supposed to say something about this. Amen. We Amen. To, that ain't right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Amen. You know, that's, that's not right over there. Yeah. We can't treat them folk like that. You know, so I, mm-hmm. I think th- that we're a part of that legacy, yeah. too. Um, and so to, to remind people that when they're listening to us, that is what we're, that what, that's what we're operating in. Yeah. We're honoring God in that way and then also trying to also honor, honor our ancestors who paved that way for us to even do that to get on a mic and and do these things so I mean, we'll see but yeah you're right you can listen to the trajectory of the show we'll see so season three should be much more freedom and joy we'll see even though we talk well, about I don't hard know things what's gonna happen we'll, we'll see. see we never know <laughs> it, you never know it's always it, yeah you, you really don't know we can name it and claim it <laughs> but we just she don't wants. we really don't know what you what y'all gonna get but you know stick around for the ride yeah, let's, so, see. Let's, let's see together it's let's about see. the journey really it's about the journey. about the journey but at least now I mean at least now we've we've talked about <laughs> how do you listen how do you critically how do you critically discern accountability yeah. y'all go to your community go to your community before you make big moves now alright amen unless you and move into St. Louis community. you don't have to think about that just call me <laughs> Oh, there you go. Oh, oh, look at you. Morphin. She hasn't she has not recruited anybody to Grand Rapids yet. That's now right. look at you. Oh, we switching out. Y'all we switching. Out. Y'all no, switching. There is my life. That is Season hilarious. Three, we're swapping places. Swapping places. Oh my gosh. Well, hey, I want to thank y'all uh for for taking a seat at the table. 
with us this week. Let's keep the conversation going. Tweet us your thoughts about how to listen to Truth's Table. Don't write us a dissertation. Just tweet us your thoughts. You know, <laughs> put a comment underneath our, our Instagram. Use the hashtag Truth's Table. Uh, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Truth's Table or email us your thoughts at asktruthstable at gmail.com. Don't forget to rate and review the show on iTunes and subscribe on your favorite podcast player. Truth's Table is made possible in part by Pottery Studios. Visit Pottery.com for the highest in quality online audio entertainment. Our producer for the show is Joshua Heath. Our executive producer is Bo York, and we have been your hosts. Akemini, Michelle, and Christina. We'll see you soon on the next Truth Table. Bye, y'all.